Wow. So it has been a while. It has been a while since we've done uh, the Islandish Catholic. It's been a while since we did hashtags and headlines since Vleeties. Uh, I had COVID. Uh, so I, I finally had it. Uh, knock on wood, I've been very blessed, very fortunate to have avoided uh, COVID-19. I mean, since, tw- tw- uh, geez, since 2020, I guess when, I guess 2019 is when it started. I remember being at a hotel in Denver, very sick, uh, just vomiting, just unbelievably. Like, I, I think I had the flu. I forget what I even was diagnosed with. I went to an, uh, an urgent care uh, somewhere in Denver, Colorado, and uh, I was very sick. And I remember watching the news uh, while I was laid up in the hospital, or the hospital in my hotel for a week, and they had started like restricting travel from other countries, and I was kind of worried, like, am I not going to be able to fly home if I can't, if I don't feel better? Like, how, what's going to happen here? Like, I, I was in a hotel room just, just throwing up and was unable to do anything, and I thought it was food poisoning, and then I think I had my my vertigo kind of kicked in, so I was a. Uh, it was a mix. It was a mixed bag of nothing good. And I remember I got to Denver, I think on a Monday, ended up being sick in my hotel room until Friday, maybe even Saturday. But I finally got home and I think it was maybe maybe the day after I got home, the NBA season like was canceled or something. So I, I never had COVID. I never got it. Uh, I've known people that have gotten it. And I just finally got it. I, I wasn't feeling well. And I guess I could tell the story on here. You know, I, this this might be something I, I retouch with Zach uh, on hashtags and headlines uh, on Tuesday nights. But uh, yeah, I, I went home from work on Tuesday. I was not feeling well at all. And uh, I just, I, I went home with a fever. I slept with a hoodie on. Uh, the last thing that I uploaded, that episode of Hashtags and Headlines, where my, where my voice is going out and I'm falling apart, I put a hoodie on after that, and I just went to bed shivering. I had not taken my temperature yet. So I was just, I knew I was sick, but I I, was, I, I do this thing where, and people at work can attest to this, like, I don't like testing for COVID because the only way you can test positive is if you take a test in the first place. You know, I, I, I live my life by that. So if I if I feel sick and I have a good night's sleep and I feel better, well, it wasn't COVID. I'm glad I didn't get tested. Uh, I woke up with a 103 degree fever on that Wednesday. Uh, so that, that uh, beat me up pretty good because I did not break that fever until Thursday. So I had a 103 fever all day on, uh, on Wednesday. I ended up uh, finally taking the COVID test after I had a telehealth visit with my doctor and he he had pretty much told me it sounds like you have the flu because he had told me 103 degree fever isn't really COVID the uh, COVID normally tops out at about 101 so he didn't think that I had COVID and he said if you have it if you have an at-home test go ahead and take it it's not gonna hurt if you test positive I'll prescribe you a steroid if you test negative I'll prescribe you Tamiflu and I tested positive and that was COVID and I didn't lose my taste. I didn't lose my smell. I, I definitely had body aches the entire, that, that entire Wednesday. I broke the fever Thursday morning, woke up drenched in sweat. Uh, because in addition to all of this, uh, it's June here in Texas. This is my first time in this house, my first summer living in this house. And, uh, I'm still figuring out how the air conditioning works. Uh, my electric bill has tripled. So it's, uh, Yes, I'm trying to keep it cool in here, 
but when you're sweating and you have a fever and you don't know what's hot and what's cold and I'm, I'm drenched in sweat, but I'm still a little cold. Like even though I broke my 103 fever, I still had a hundred degree, like a low grade fever uh, for the next like two or three days. Body aches, of course. The worst thing about COVID for me was my headache. Uh, you know, I do suffer. I do have vertigo. So me being sick and immobile for that many days in a row, my vertigo kind of was kicking in and I was getting really dizzy and kind of getting nauseous towards the end there. And the body aches, all of that stuff culminating with like, I just need to get outside. So I remember uh, I was, you know, I was laid up until Sunday. I was still not doing well. And I just got, I made myself go outside and mow the front yard because I just thought if I do some sort of activity, maybe I'll shock my body into getting better. Because uh, that's what happens with my vertigo. Whenever my vertigo is really triggering, I do have to like do yoga or do some sort of uh, workout. And that typically helps more than, oh, lay down and rest. Because the more I rest, the more I just get dizzy. So, uh, and all of this will tie in, I, I promise, to, uh, to today's Islandish Catholic. Uh, because I, you know, I, I did, it's interesting when I'm sick, I'm laying there, you know, I, I, I'm watching the chosen, uh, and I didn't really watch it while I was sick. I, I wasn't, I wasn't able to really watch anything. <laughs> you know, I, my focus was, was weird, was, was kind of just all over the place. Brain fog I hear is a real, a real side effect of COVID. So I, I still have that. I feel uh, just as far as trying to focus on something and forgetting what I'm doing constantly. I think that's a COVID side effect that I don't have long COVID, but that'll that'll be the one thing that I'll, I'll claim to have uh, long COVID related. Like, of course, of course I have that. So, um, but yeah, I, I just, I didn't dive into the word as much as I probably should have. I, I prayed like every night, you know, it was kind of my, I, I ran through my Our Fathers and my Hail Marys and I just ran through, you know, you know, please, please help me feel better was kind of my, my selfish prayer for the day every day, just because there, there was a little bit of worry, you know, and, um, just as far as being sick, it, it, it isn't fun. You know, I think when I was a kid, you kind of, you wanted to be sick and stay home from school. Cause it was fun to just stay home and play video games all day. And, but when you're sick, sick, suddenly you don't want to do video games. You don't want to watch TV. I, I, I just slept. I slept for 30 straight hours, I think, at one point. And then I remember waking up at 3.30 on either Thursday or Friday morning and then not being able to go back to sleep because I just slept for so many hours in a row. And I ended up watching Hustle with Adam Sandler on Netflix. Uh, highly recommend if you're sick and you don't have anything to watch. Netflix just sort of autoplay. The greatest prank that somebody's still playing on me that I don't know how to fix is when I'm you know how Netflix, when you're hovering over the video or just over like the movie and it starts to play like a scene or a trailer of that movie, somebody set mine up to play in Spanish and I have no idea how to change that. And it's never going to be changed. Uh, and it's only my profile. If I'm on Linda's profile, if I'm on my wife's profile looking at stuff. Uh, the movie will play a trailer in English. And I think, wow, how did she get this setting? Because if I'm on my profile, everything is in Spanish. I've never understood that, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, just being sick, I didn't get to dive into into the word as much as I could have. So it was really important for me this week to go to men's group and then go to church this uh, past Sunday. And one thing that I think uh, Pastor Jones at Northgate Pentecostals, but one of the main things that he for a Father's Day message, I think something that we get that we lose 
lose sight of is our, our own value. And uh, my wife and I were talking about this l- literally minutes ago, so it all kind of ties in. But, you know, a lot of people are this whole live for the moment. And I think 71 percent of people coming out of high school no longer are Christians. You know, they no longer identify as religious. And we're seeing this huge culture shift. And uh, I, I, I find it fascinating. And I I always look to the parents now that I'm a parent. I wonder if it's just not a priority for parents to raise their kids in faith like i see several parents i'm not saying this is wrong or right or whatever but parents are just like here's a tablet leave me alone i want to go on my tablet so here's your tablet and it just creates this weird like the tablet is raising the child the child is able to watch a youtube video and then the youtube algorithm will say well well hey you like this you might like this you might like this and then suddenly the kids are being just the, the algorithm is raising the kids and no longer the parents have any any sort of say in what the kids are doing. It's just like, well, as long as I can be on my phone and as long as I can scroll, then you can do whatever you want. And I think that's that's harmful to our society. And I think that the more society moves away from Christ and the more, I mean, just how insane things have gotten. You know, we, we look at, and, and people want to talk about it in inclusivity and uh, and diversity. And it's like, but if you're religious, you're, you're they don't want that. They look at that as a problem now. Like that's that you're not allowed to. There's that coach. Uh, oh my gosh, in the state of Georgia, he's like he was praying by himself after a game, and then people started praying with him. And now this is like he's he was like being sued, and now he's in front of the Supreme Court about you know, hey, you're not allowed to pray in public. You're not allowed to pray with your students. You're not allowed to pray with the parents and. Like I remember when I was a kid, we would we would pray before every every youth football game. You know, give us strength and courage to to do our best and all we do, Amen. Like it was just we prayed, and I don't know. I feel like a society rooted in faith and a society where everybody understands that they have value and they have purpose, it just creates better human beings. And not calling anyone out in particularly, but in particularly, but. Uh, I definitely see people that have this hermit lifestyle or this my online presence lifestyle is the most important thing. And they don't they, they, a lot of depressed people don't really see what their value or their purpose is. And I, I, I always wonder how, first of all, how people get to those states where they're just depressed, where they don't want to do anything. They're they're they've shut themselves off from the world they think the world's evil but then they want to preach to you about inclusivity and how to be nice to each other and they're just worried about like themselves in the moment but it's not even a real life scenario it's it's hard to it's hard to explain i'm trying not to call anyone out in particular on this but for those who know you guys know um and i think a lot of people just aren't grateful for the things that they do have you know uh like we we just had a big father's day celebration here and we had two other couples and they brought their children over and you know you know we we had a nice big feast between all the parents and the dads got to you know we, we, we all cooked uh although i'm not saying the wives didn't help but i'm just saying you know we all cooked and we just had a great feast and i remember sitting there making sure everyone else eats before i do and i just i just enjoy how appreciative everybody was that i that i had cooked and then I just I just took a moment to just be thankful that I was even able able to cook for all these people that I was able to that I have a place that people can come and gather and we can get together and and you know listen listen to Bon Jovi for somebody's first time listening to Bon Jovi which I couldn't believe. So yeah, you know, I'm very blessed and very fortunate and 
you, you, I, I talk about value and I talk about people, what your purpose is. And, you know, everybody does have a purpose. If you are somebody of faith, everybody does have at least that function of being a good example or being some sort of a beacon or representative for, for Christ or for religion, you know, like you, we, we look at we look at mass media and we look at how Christians are kind of being painted in the news and how religion in general is looked at. And, uh, it's easier for the, for the hipsters to, to look down on religion. And for somebody who does live, live a religious life, you do have to show off. You do have to, to let people know why you do live that religious life. You should not try and drag people to church, but at least let them know that your life is so good because you go to church and you know, I talk about an episode one, embrace the weird. Yeah. Church is weird. Yeah. Like I, we're conditioned to watch Netflix for 36 hours straight. Okay. We're not, it's not like everybody brags about going to church, you know? And, and I think we could get back to a society of like, well, no, make sure you go to church. You miss, you didn't get to go to the 10 AM service that you normally go to maybe find a different church that has something at noon, or maybe you're going to have to watch something online. But you, I think participating and trying to at least expose yourself to Christianity and to just having faith uh, will, will bring you so much purpose. And, uh, you know, one thing that I like to do, and, and this is a great example, just something to, to uplift my own, my own spirit is I literally, you know, the word value was brought up a lot in church on Sunday. It was brought up a lot last night. It's been brought up a lot today, uh, today being Monday, uh, June 20th. So it, it's just, you know, what about your value? And it's so fun for me to just be able to go online and just search like Bible verses about value. And then I'm just going through and just kind of look, clicking which stories kind of relate to me, which stories do I, do I find, uh, important or what stories do I find in this book? That's, you know, Hey, that's incredibly old. How is it still incredibly relevant? So I found a uh, first Timothy chapter four, uh, and uh, verse six is where I wanted to start today. So if you have your new Kings James versions, or if you have your Bible app, and you want to read along. I'm going to start there. Uh, so with verse six, if you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine, which you have carefully followed, but reject profane and old wives fables and exercise yourself towards godliness for bodily exercise profits a little, but godly, uh, godliness is profitable for all things. Having promise of the life that now is and of that of which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance. For to this end, we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God, who is the savior of all men, especially of those who believe these things command and teach. So I know I fumbled a little bit there, but uh, verse seven was, but reject, uh, but reject profane and old wives fables and exercise yourself towards godliness. And, you know, I was, this kind of ties into me being sick a little bit where I, where I, where I'm not exercising my godliness. And, you know, I'm, I'm worried about my vessel. I'm worried about my body and how sick I feel. And I wasn't spending any time really building my spirit up, which when I had my mental health issues, what really got me out of the rut and got me out of depression was focusing on my spirit. So in times of sickness where your body's also breaking down and your body's also uh, ill when you're, when you're not doing well, that's another time to lean into your religion and lean in, into your faith and lean into the word. And 
you know, this, this story, when you're on the Bible app, it does say like a good servant of Jesus Christ, you know, you will be a good minister nourished in words of faith and of the good doctrine, which you have carefully followed. I continue to read this Bible, you know, and I'm never going to be done reading it. I don't think anyone's ever done reading it. I'm never going to memorize it. Maybe I will one day. There's guys, there's, there's people that go to Bible college and, uh, really do spend a lot of time in here. And I try and spend, you know, uh, as much as I can, I probably should be spending way more. I probably shouldn't watch uh, Jackass 4.5 on Prime Video when I'm sick. I should be doing something spiritual to to strengthen this bond that I have with Christ. But I don't know. I read this and I think there's so many. What what shocks me about the more and more I get into religion is how the Bible relates to something that's happening in your life now. And I talk about my purpose and I talk about the Islandish Catholic to people, you know, at, at work or at church. And I just try and, you know, I, I don't try and pretend that I'm an expert on all things faith. I try and I try and almost come at come at it like I'm just like one of you. I'm like all of you. I deal with the same temptations. I deal with the same like, oh, it would be easier to do this. Like, you know, especially for like, you know, bodily, bo- for bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. Having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Now, for me, when I read that. Like the, for bodily exercise profits a little, it still says you need bodily exercise. I think, and for me, I know like somebody who struggled with weight, like his entire life, I'm falling behind in that and I'm falling behind in my, my godliness. And I think both of those things are things that I need to be working on every single day. And the decisions that I make every single day should be to, to, uh, advance towards those goals, whether it's, you know, advance towards those fitness goals. Why am I not skinny? You know, like. I go to the gym all the time. I just don't have the dedication and like the diet to be able to accomplish these things. And I should be spending more time and, and dedicating myself to that while also focusing on my spirit and realizing that, you know, the time that I'm putting in, and even when you're doing bodily exercise, you could be pouring yourself into your spiritual exercise as well. You could be moving towards godliness. You know, I think for a while there, I was really focused on like, I need to find, you know, good faith, root, uh, faith rooted music to exercise to, um, you know, I, ch- I found my children, 183, who I really enjoy, uh, MXPX, who I really enjoy. I know that uh, Mike Herrera is like agnostic now or something, but a lot of their early works is punk rock, which with, with a lot of faith-based lyrics. So I do enjoy listening to that as well. And even their newer songs, they still have some faith-based stuff in there. So I think he might've been like drunk at 3am when he did that interview where he's like, I don't know if I believe in religion, man. Um, because if you, his music is still very, I don't know if you can just run away from it after making ten Christian albums and then suddenly going like, eh, I don't know, religion's weird. Like, I don't know if how accurate he is on that, but you know, I try, I try and avoid a lot of the stuff that I was listening to that wasn't rooted in faith. A lot of the stuff that I was listening to that was pro atheism or just pro. And, and, and you know, what's funny is I, I would listen to some of these bands that I really enjoyed. Bring Me the Horizons, one of them. And I remember at one point their music kind of turned and it just, I stopped enjoying it anyway. So I kept thinking like, why am I listening to this band that I don't really like, uh, you know, spiritually anymore? Like just the message that they're putting out is so negative and so against what I am. And I can consume some of it, but if they just continue to put out albums and stop worrying about the, the, the quality of the content and just the message of like, no, we're atheists. Like they're, they're almost so obsessed with God. It's like Kevin Sorbo and God's not dead. It's like, you guys really talk about God a lot for guys that don't believe in God, you know? And, and, and that 
that's something that, you know, I try and avoid that. I try and avoid a lot of toxic thoughts. And, you know, I, even in a lot of the sales books that I read, you, you want to surround yourself with like-minded individuals or you want to surround yourself with people that you would like to be more like. You know, you want to find a good mentor professionally and you want to latch onto that mentor professionally. Um, and, and for those who know, and I'm sure you're listening right now, like even though I lost, I lost a mentor recently, it's not like that relationship is gone. You know, I still will reach out to that person for guidance and I still will reach out to that person in times of need. And I think you should build those relationships where, yeah, you can rely on people for more than just here's what I'm going through at work. You know, you should be able to find somebody professionally that can also walk you through what you're going through spiritually as well. And and I found that. And, and I think, you know, I think that's important for everybody to find. But um, I read this story, you know, it's titled here on the app, A Good Servant of Jesus Christ. And I think I'm a decent servant. You know, I'm not the best. I don't know the Bible front words and backs. I don't live a perfect life. You know, I, I admitted to being sick and not even reading the Bible for some of those days or not watching, you know, not watching any like faith based shows or at least trying. You know, I love the shows. And I just for some reason, when I was sick, I was like, I do not want to watch that. And I'm not saying you should consume Christian media every day. I'm not saying that either. Like for many years, you know, I, I didn't watch any of that stuff either. So um, I'm not saying that's what I, that's what you should be doing, but at least, at least strengthening yourself spiritually. Sometimes there's things that aren't even Christian that, that can move you spiritually, you know? And I, I, I think, I think there's a lot of, a lot of value in finding something that pushes you to be a better person and pushes you to be a more important person. And I think, uh, you know, when, when, the more I think about depression and the more I think about, you know, physical ailments and, you know, one thing that we can always strengthen is our spiritual side. And we can always lean on God for these answers and lean on Jesus for this guidance and lean on this scripture. And that's what I love about this. And that's, you know, for people that ask me to this day, you know, like, how are you religious? Why are you religious? How did this happen? I think now, obviously I was raised Catholic, you know, that's, that's where the title comes from. I, I, I consider myself Christian now. I, you know, I would, I would probably say, uh, what are these, if, if there's a hot term for it, almost like I was picking, you know, like, uh, just like a, like a sub sub genre, it probably would be like Christian, uh, like Christian with Catholic roots maybe or something, but like non-denominational Christian with Catholic roots, because now I just, you know, I'm, when I was a kid, I went, I went through the, the CCDs and I went through confession and communion and, you know, earned it <laughs> in a lot of ways. Like I had to go to school. Uh, to, 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 you know, to accomplish that and get my, my Catholic confirmation and, you know, and as I get older, it's a bigger deal than it was at the time. I think at the time it was a bigger deal for all the parents there. And, uh, as I get older and as I, as I get more and more into the scripture, uh, now it's a huge deal for me. And now the scripture is a much bigger deal. And one thing that I'll tell people is I'm always amazed by the Bible's relevancy. And you're able to read it and you're able to take something in this, in the scripture and make it germane to what's happening in your, in your everyday life, in your real life. You know, I, I challenge people, you know, if you are battling depression, just type Bible verses about depression and you will find 50 of them and probably more and just keep reading through. And that's the other thing with the Bible is, you know, I, I looked up, you know, okay. First Timothy chapter four. 
And then I even kind of read around. I was like, let's let's take a look at chapter three while we're here. Let's take a look at chapter two. And I have my paper Bible. I have the Bible app. And, you know, I go through them all. And I just I just try and the more you read, the more you can interpret and the more you can feel. And if you haven't felt it, you know, I understand why there's skeptics out there. If you haven't felt it. But just I know for myself, I have felt it. I, and I know it sounds uh, gimmicky or cartoony, but you know, just just while I'm reading the Bible, you have these these moments of uh, complete clarity and complete purpose and complete value. And I think a lot of people, hopefully, listening to this, everyone realizes that you do have value and you are an important person. But if you are struggling and you're wondering what your value is, just keep reading this book and reach out to me. Reach out to me on Discord. Uh, I've had a couple of people reach out. Uh, just, you know, with questions about my journey and questions about their own journey and other topics that they might want me to cover. I know we have like a, uh, a Christian song, like requests, like episode where I listen to certain Christian songs that I like and don't like. Uh, cause even five years ago, I'll admit I was super anti-Christian music. Uh, I think the South Park episode was so correct. Like how the lyrics are just how like, we need to rhyme something with cross. I was lost. You know, and it's it seems really formulaic to write some Christian songs, but I have found some that I really do enjoy. So there's been requests for like the radio hour of Christian music. So um, there's going to be more. But, you know, I just wanted to uh, to, to uh, announce that I'm back. I want to thank everybody for being patient with me. Uh, COVID is no joke. Uh, I don't know how effective these masks are. I don't know how effective the vaccine was that I had, everybody. I'm not, but I'm not here to create any vaccine hesitancy. Go get vaccinated. CDC.gov for more information. But I will be, uh, I will be live with Geezy on Tuesday nights. I might move Gino to Thursday nights. Uh, I know that not everybody's a wrestling fan, but I might move the wrestling stuff to Thursday immediately following Impact Wrestling, my favorite wrestling show right now. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Just keep following me uh, on here. I'm going to be posting as much as I can on this podcast feed. I pay for Podbean, okay? So we're definitely going to be using the heck out of this feed. But uh, let's go ahead and bow. If you're driving, do not bow your head and close your eyes. Uh, maybe just take a moment, you know, take a deep breath, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pray us out as we go. Uh, I would like to also say at men's group, I never pray us out. If any of the, if any of you guys are listening, I just don't know how to pray in front of people yet. So this is my third time doing it on a podcast. And we will just keep this as my practice until I'm ready to lead the group. So uh, let's bow our heads. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much for this opportunity to spread uh, my good news and to spread my testimony and hopefully reach people that are struggling and hopefully reach people that do need to hear that they do have value and they do have purpose. Uh, thank you so much for giving me uh, my health. Thank you for getting me uh, past COVID and hopefully others that are suffering will will be able to find uh, your comfort and your love and be able to work on themselves spiritually as they are battling any sort of sicknesses or illnesses, whether that is bodily or mentally. Uh, just give us clarity throughout the rest of the week here. I know we, uh, I know it's summer. I know it's hot. I know we got all kinds of uh, issues with the economy and inflation, but I know that you're going to give us clarity and you're going to give us purpose. And um, we appreciate everything that you do for us. So it's in your son's name. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. So I don't know. I'm working on it. I'm not the prayer warrior that I promised that I would be yet, but I'm back. Uh, defeated COVID-19 this time. Don't want to get that ever again. Um, but again, thank you so much for downloading. Spread the good word too. I've had some people that have referred this to other people. And that's super cool to hear. 
like you know and i know i put it all on one feed so maybe you don't like the wrestling stuff maybe you don't like the the uh the politicky pop culture stuff with geezy but if you're just here to share this that's awesome go to you can also go to subscribestar uh subscribestar.com slash vleeties and i'm just uploading them all in, on their own tab their own post so that way if you you know you can just go straight to that website and download them they're going to be free I know it's subscribe stars, some of my archives of old Vleeties and all kinds of stuff. That's all on subscribestar.com slash Vleeties for like $2. You can get hours of content, but the Islandish Catholic will always be free. So thank you so much for downloading and listening. I'll see you guys for hashtags and headlines or Vleeties. Again, get on that discord and let me know if you have any questions or text me or reach out to me on Facebook, Twitter, whatever it may be. And we'll just keep growing spiritually together. So uh, thank you guys so much for downloading and enjoy the rest of your day.